What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayaking Podcast. My name is Seth Ashworth. I'd like to start off this week's podcast by apologizing that the podcast has been a little bit out of schedule the last couple of weeks. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm endeavoring to do better. Uh, hopefully, it will be better in the weeks coming. I'd also like to take a moment to give a big shout out to all the people who support this podcast on Patreon. Um, that's a crowdfunding platform where you can donate a couple of dollars every month. You get early access to the podcast. And it pretty much just helps me keep it keep it running smoothly. Um, so big shout out to those people. And if you want to support on Patreon, it's www.patreon.com slash Seth Ashworth. Uh, early access to the podcast uh, and the satisfaction of knowing that you help make it happen. So I appreciate those people. Thank you so much. And thank you for taking the time to listen to this one. Finally, I would like to apologize a little bit for the spotty connection uh, of this episode. Uh, there are definitely times where it's choppy and hard to hear my guest Alec Voorhees talk about what we're talking about this week, so I am sorry about that. Um, I hope it will be better in the future. Unfortunately, the internet situation here is not always ideal, and sometimes it's just out of my control, unfortunately. So I'm sorry about that. I will endeavor to do better. Hopefully one day this podcast will be big enough. People can just like come here and sit down and talk at the table and stuff. But until that time, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot for listening. Peace. Welcome back to Questions You Never Thought to Ask, the Whitewater Kayaking Podcast. This week I'm joined by Alec Voorhees and we are talking about a subject very close to his heart, his shoulder, um, and asking the ultimate question, was it worth it? The preface to this question um, coming via Instagram a few days ago, Alec posted a picture of himself running Alexandra Falls, um, a hundred foot waterfall in Northwest Territories, Canada, um, which has led to more than a year of um, physiotherapy and rehab and just generally not being at his optimal paddling performance or not, not even really close to his optimal paddling performance. Um, and the question we want to know is, was it worth it? Alec, uh, welcome to the show. Do you want to talk us through a more detailed version of my story and, and uh, trials and tribulations um, of that? And we'll, we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so last year at Alexandra, um, um, I mean, it's been pretty, pretty well documented now, kind of what happened with our crew. Um, so we were all super fired up. Um, I, I was actually the one to go first, uh, and so me and Evan were just kind of in our first little group, um, and then Shredward was behind us, and then Trent, Bren, Adrian, and, Dan, and Dane, and Caleb were all there. Um, so I went first, and I basically had the, perf like, the line that I thought was perfect, did exactly what I wanted to do, like landed perfectly, whatever, and... When I landed, um, I was tucking, tucking to my left side, just like I do on every waterfall. And as soon as I hit the water, like my paddle just got ripped out instantly and just like let go of it super fast. And then when I rolled up, I was like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. Like, stoked, feel, everything feels good. After a little bit, I was like, oh man, my shoulder, when I like put my hands up to celebrate, I was like, my right shoulder just hurts really bad right now, but I was still buzzing off so much adrenaline or whatever. And then... Um, and then Evan went, uh, was all good at the bottom and then Shredward went and had his whole thing where we had to get him out of there after breaking his leg. Um, 
but then so dealing with all that like my shoulder just get, started getting more and more sore um as it kind of went on and then um dealt with him got him to the hospital all that went back the next day and then and obviously Bren's whole thing um that was super scary so yeah it was just a cra- crazy time I felt really lucky um I was like oh it's just a sore shoulder I've had this before um off waterfalls and different things like I'll be good just happy that everyone's okay and um yeah everyone everyone isn't too broken uh but so then I took a few days off on the water and just kind of chilled after that just kind of checking up making sure everyone was okay and then was at the slave river and just kind of went out and paddled with my brother Hayden and yeah I was just still really sore just kind of bugging me for a while um but I just didn't really think it was I thought it would be fine and so after that we um booked book tickets to Chile or whatever with Hayden Evan and then on the fourth day in Chile it, this was like almost two months exactly uh Alexandra and so my shoulder was still a little sore but I was but it was still feeling good um and our fourth day in Chile just on Trey Saltos. Um, I went first and had, again, perfect line, tucked it to the left, and super soft hit, but as I rolled, just had a hard time rolling, like it was super slow and awkward. And then when I started to paddle, I was like, oh no, oh no, my shoulder's out. And um, so that was the first time that I did it. it got it, got it put back in and um, did shuttle for the, yeah, just and I got it all sorted and ended up take, uh, booking my flight back home pretty early. Um, we were supposed to be there for a month, and I left after, like, 13 days or something. And, yeah, so I kind of just spent the winter not paddling, got an MRI as soon as I got back. And it said that I didn't need surgery, and so um, gave it some time to rest and um, did PT all winter. And then this spring when I got back into paddling after like five five and a half months um I felt super strong like had a lot of mobility felt really was paddling high water little while and cataracts of current um kind of for all of April and just feeling really stoked um went back home because the north fork of the payette was super high and I was super psyched to get back on there and um and then the second time it came out was um, in Jacob's Ladder at four. Um, me and Todd Walls were doing a lap on his birthday. And um, like just super, super sick lap, just having a ton of fun. And then in Jake's, um, like it was all going good. I've run it a ton of that flow, but it's just huge. And um, yeah, just was going through. Rock drop was good. Taffy Polar got kind of kicked over a little bit, but then at that flow, there's this really sharp rock called Witch's Tit that's right after Taffy Polar, and I I'd seen like uh, uh, two years ago, at, like before North Fork Championship, when it was that exact flow, like hit that rock sideways and like kind of tomahawk over it, just because it's just under the water and super. And so I was like hit taffy was bracing into it because i knew it was coming up like okay just stay stable don't tomahawk don't do anything stupid and then was bracing on my downstream side hit the rock 
um, with my paddle blade. And then it did that kind of thing where you like trip over your paddle. Um, it, like if you're window shading or hitting a rock and you just kind of like fall over and hit that rock and just ripped my shoulder out right across my back. And then I was in the middle of Jake's without a, without a shoulder basically. And, um, and there's like this super gnarly sieve rock thing 30 yards right below that. And so I just had to paddle the shore with my shoulder out and ended up pinning myself on the log and waited there until Todd could get down and pull me off of it. And um, yeah, I was just on the log. I was just screaming, just like so pissed off, just so defeated because I'd spent so much time and energy getting it back together. And first thing I thought, it was Northport Championships a month and a half, a month and a half, just like started crying because I was just so, so mad about it. And that's like my highlight of my year. And I just didn't think I was going to be able to do North Fork and just spent so much time and energy to get it fixed after such a long, hard winter. And then obviously wasn't even close to being 100% because it just totally got ripped out when I tripped over my paddle. So, um, yeah, I've been rehabbing now and uh, getting an MRI tomorrow actually just had a busy time like was able to do North do, able to do North Fork but was nowhere I wasn't ready to be paddling that at three grand like I bought the shoulder brace and was able to make it work but um, I made made finals with the new format which was sweet was disappointed with how I did but regarding how my shoulder was feeling and how strong it was it was I should have made it past the first round. I don't think like <laughs> I was able just to pull it out, but, um, and then, yeah, I've just been having a chill summer so far and getting surgery lined up here soon. So, um, yeah, we'll get that taken care of and go from. There. So I guess that, I guess the, the short, the short question is what, like knowing what you know now, like being in the position you are now, would you still have run Alexandra falls a year ago? That's that's the thing I just kind of think about the, like all the time. Like, man, was it really worth it? I got her, and it's going to be like two years now from when it originally happened and to when I'm probably going to be at 100%. And then and with Edward and Bren and all their stuff, like we just all thought it was going to be like Trent. He We were kind of joking around like after everyone was all good and stuff. He's like, yeah, here we go, rolling up to Alexandra thinking it's going to be the new, the next Metlaco, like everybody's going to want to run it. And then we just got lit up on it. And I mean, at, and the, the interesting after, thing about that day and like your, your guys day and the day after is that everybody who got really injured running that drop all said the exact same thing. Like Brent said the exact same thing. I ran the perfect line, exactly what I wanted to run. Like I did exactly what I wanted to do. And I still ended up in a, like a, almost worst position you can imagine um which is super it's super interesting to hear you say almost the exact same thing as him um i'm not sure what his take on it is if he would if he would go again knowing what he knows now or if he'd let it go um i don't know what, what do you think what are your thoughts um yeah i mean i think the biggest thing that i probably would have done differently now is um i was always just super like 100 percent game on like holding and tucking with my paddle like, like i just felt like i always had a really good tuck 
I tweaked it a few times, but like nothing more that would be sore for like a couple days and then be all good again. Um, and the MRI that I originally had showed that I had some scar tissue build up from past things. So for me now, when I hopefully get back, I'm hundred percent again, I'm probably never going to tuck on my left side again. I'll either, if I have to tuck, I'll probably tuck on my right side, um, practice that and then also throw my paddle. So that's probably the biggest thing that I would do just cause I think it's a lot less likely for that to happen. Yeah, I've always I've always been um, a pro back back when I back when I ra- was running waterfalls a bit more frequently than I am now. I was always a let go of your paddle, uh, pretty much every, like unless you really had to be holding it for something like impending afterwards. I didn't want that thing yeah. anywhere near me when I landed, um, and definitely I the times I tucked with a paddle versus the other times I would say I preferred no paddle, like a hundred percent more than with a paddle. Yeah. Um, obviously there's a few times where you need your paddle, so it's like not it's good good to know how to do it, but yeah. Yeah, and it was just something that I always felt super comfortable with, had a good tuck, got nice and tight. Um yeah, and just that's just how I liked it. I never had any huge monster hits from it. It just worked well for me and was always good and didn't really feel the need to throw my um so that's probably the biggest thing that I would change. Um with it now and i don't know i still just waffle like man it's like gonna be two years from that and just absolutely took away so much time on the water and what i wanted to wanted to be doing like all these trips i wanted to do like i was super bummed not to be able to paddle with hayden and evan down in chile and and adrian we the four of us were all down there and like just perfect flows i was the one that kind of was like we should go to Chile for the early season Picon stuff like get all the waterfalls and like literally perfect perfect flows for a month it was just super just a bummer to be doing shuttle for those guys and then having to leave and then this year uh Evan Johnny Chase and Carson Lindsay are going to India and Pakistan to go do the Indus and that was like the number one thing I wanted to do this year um and I'm just going to be sitting at home watching, watching stuff on social media of their trip and talking to them when I can. But super bummed that not going to be able to do that. So it's yeah, it's just been like yeah, it's been super tough just not being able to do what I want to do. And um, yeah, what do you think? So um, the water. If you had to say like I learned like you know like maybe maybe running was a mistake, maybe holding, choosing to hold your paddle was a mistake. I don't know where you think the mistake was in your opinion, but knowing that you made a mistake, what was the lesson do you think you took away from it? Cause I always like to think that, um, it's definitely okay to make mistakes. That's like a really important part of growing, but you have to have some kind of takeaway. Otherwise it was just a wasted experience. So what's the, what's the positive takeaway from your two years of misery here? Um, I'm, I mean, for me now, it's just like it's staying positive. Like, uh, I mean, after that, I was after originally happened down in Chile. I was like, this sucks, but I'll be at least it's now I'll be able to get back to next year. in May when it happened. Like, oof, that was that month was was rough. Like, just super 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 tough. Um, just feeling super down all the time, but. Um, like I was able to pull through for North Fork and be able to at least compete 
didn't do nearly as well as I wanted to. It was disappointing, like I said, but um, but then it was good that um, I was originally planning on being down in California for the whole summer with the awesome snowpack. Um, I ended up right after North Fork, I ended up going to to Spain to be a judge for the world championships. Um, and so that was super fun. Like I had a really great time just being able to kick back, hang out um, and just get to enjoy Spain for a bit. And then um, I got off the main salmon a few weeks ago um, with Johnny and just a kind of Kernville, California um, stand up power board of the whole thing. Like, oh, wow. Um, yeah. So I've just been having a super chill summer taught at Kelly's whitewater park, which was awesome. Um, still being able to boat North Fork and stuff right now. Um, so it's, it's been good. Um, but yeah, basically just, I've just like been trying to focus on other things and stay positive, know that I'll get back on the water, do my PT and stuff, but just like, I don't know. One thing that Emily Jackson's always told me and that I've kind of always liked is that nothing is ever as good or bad as it seems. So like yeah i've heard i've heard that i've heard that exact uh that exact saying before and it always uh resonates well with me yeah and so it's like it's it's really really hard to keep things in perspective when it, it's when you're having a hard time and stuff isn't going quite well but quite going the way you want it to but um yeah like right now i'm just kind of i've i'm past the part where i'm just down myself i'm ready just to get this dealt with and getting my MRI, um, doing some insurance stuff to get it switched, like get it all set up and getting surgery as soon as I can and um, doing some work this fall um, and winter and then uh, probably go to Boise State and kind of finish up some generals at school and stuff. So I've got a good plan right now just to kind of stay busy, be productive, make some money um, and just kind of take it easy until next year and i'm definitely not going to rush it at all i'm gonna everyone's like depend so many people have had shoulder surgery and a lot of people have reached out to me and it's been awesome just like recovery times and stuff and i'm just gonna totally take it chill like if it if people are saying six months or nine to twelve months before they feel confident i'm definitely going to be leaning more towards nine to twelve before I start taking anything like super super serious or hard and then i'm also just gonna i think just wear my shoulder brace as part of my normal paddling gear like not go paddling without it unless i have it like like a life jacket or something like, yeah yeah just That's might as well smart. have that take that precaution just what um what do you think are some like signs that people can look out for when they might be about to make a choice they're gonna later regret like do you think there's any like early warning red flags that people can be on the lookout for that they might be able to do something that's going to have a significant impact down the line? Is there like, or do you think it's just like one of those things that could be just like a natural reaction, natural like response to some choices? Um, I mean, I, f I feel like anybody that's running class five, they, I mean, when you get to a certain point, it's like, all right, either you're going to be fine or you're going to be really messed up. And you just kind of have to really, 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 really take that into consideration consideration like okay when i'm doing i mean for alexandra like my worries war or booth like that was i just want to bow down and i was like everything else will be good like as long as i don't boof it everything's gonna be fine whatever and then obviously 
shoulder got wrecked, broken leg, and gnarly, gnarly head injury. It's like, all right, there's a lot more that you need to think about, even on just all kinds of other stuff. And so, I mean, I don't know if there's like a particular red flag when you're about to do something, or if it's just you got to really think about every possible thing that could happen and learn from other people's mistakes and your mistakes and just be like, okay, I just have to be okay that like, I'll, I think I'll be like, if I have, if I am 70% sure that everything's going to be perfect, like that 30% chance or whatever, like, is it, is it going to be worth not paddling for two years? And yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to say. You just, you just, you just got to listen to yourself and be realistic. You can't just be like, Oh, I'll be fine. Like it won't happen because I mean, things, crazy things happen. Yeah, I mean so, that's the that's the takeaway for it's me. It's like to hear to hear you speak about your experience and to hear Brent speak about his experience there. It's like you're both doing something which is for sure challenging, but for sure within both of your ability levels, for sure something you've trained for. You're all for sure like planned and prepared for a variety of outcomes and worst case scenarios. And you both had lines or reported having lines that you thought were as good as they could be, like exactly what you wanted. And then both uh, you know, with different injuries, but both are recording that you had these like really bad injuries that have affected you for like longer periods of time than you'd like. Um, and I don't, I don't see any like correlation in, in, of things that people could be on the lookout for if, you know, if we scaled it back to like, if you were, have been kayaking for just two years or whatever, and you're running like class three and class four, like, I don't know. I don't know what this, the same, you know, like the scaled down features would be. Um, but it definitely just seems like it's just one of those, it can be just one of those things and it's unfortunate, but it's like, that's the way, the way she goes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you're, yeah, when you're in that elite 1% and you're just trying to push it harder and harder and get like your skills and everything gets so much better and you just want to run harder stuff and bigger stuff, it just gets so much, the the margin for error is just so much less with all that stuff. Like if you're a class three boater and you're like, Oh, I think I'm gonna run this class five. Like, well, an easy, like that class five is probably what we call class four, you know, like, and I can like, I'll be totally fine with that. But when you're getting to wanting to run hundred foot waterfalls, then it, that margin just gets so much smaller. And for me, it's like, it's crazy too, because like, all right. So Alexander is a, 110 feet or whatever but then you go 20 feet smaller and let's just say abaqua like abaqua had this bad rep for a while and now it's just like the sickest like most awesome big waterfall that you can do right now like for a really really big waterfall and then kind of same thing with ram like like knox ran it a couple times this year and trent and obviously edward and anya last year like even that one is seeming super, super good to go until it's not obviously, but with Alexandra, like, I mean, you look at all those and you're like, Alexandra's probably the best looking one. If you were to pick one and make it 60 feet, I'd probably pick Alexandra as like the sickest, sickest one. And so it's just like, like, where does that kind of line happen? Or like it, there's just so much about waterfalls. It's so unpredictable. It's just, hard to tell I, like, I guess what what i was like when we started this conversation what i was trying to get is like what is what is something that the like the average kayaker should be on the lookout for and like what is a feeling 
that they might have if they're about to do something that they're going to later regret. But I think the more we talk, the more sure I am that everything can be going right until it's not. And I don't, I don't know what the value takeaway for people is here anymore. Like when we started talking, I assumed there'd be like some kind of aha moment where we were like, oh yeah, like, you know, this is what you should be able to look out for and then you'll be good. But the more we talk, the more I'm like, it doesn't seem like there's an aha moment and there's like, it can, it can come at you from out of nowhere when everything's going your way, you know? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, when I like, cause it was August 9th was, was one year from it and it kind of snuck up on me. Like I didn't know it was August 9th. I hadn't been like waiting two weeks for that day or whatever, like kind of some big anniversary. Um, I was just like, man, I think we were running Alexandra really soon. Like I know Evan's birthday is on the 10th. I think we did it on his birthday or something. And I looked and I was like, Oh, today's one year. And I just like, just kind of was in the car and just sat there for a while and just started thinking about everything. And I was like, man, how crazy. Like it's been a year. It'll be another year now with my shoulder surgery until I probably feel hundred percent, like just crazy how long that is. And, um, yeah, so I think it's just, I mean, for me, like I've always been really confident with what I'm paddling. I've never run anything that I didn't think I could do. And, um, whenever I walk something, it's more just like I can do it, but I'm probably, I just don't want something stupid to happen. You know, like that's, I've always just, I've always been super like, analytical with what I run and never run anything that I'm like, Oh, like, like that there's a small chance of me making it through. Like, um, or if it is, it's something that has virtually no consequence, you know, like, um, but yeah, I, I I mean, you can just just be running a rapid and you miss your boost stroke and then you're stuck in this hole and it's no fun anymore. It's same thing when you're doing this stuff, like you're making your decision, like, all right, it's all going to be good feel good about it. I have the skills, I nail it. And then, um, and then, yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't pan out. Things happen that you're not quite expecting. And so I think just really taking everything into account is something that I'm going to be really thoughtful of from now on. Like I still want to run waterfalls. I still love running waterfalls. Um, but like when I am in the Northwest and I pull up the avocado, I'm gonna really, really, really think about it if it's really worth it or not. So, yeah, it's it's hard. It's, it's the game we play, though. <laughs> it's it's the game we play. It's just it's. I really thought like the more we talked it out, the more there would be some kind of conclusion. But I, now I feel I feel less concluded than ever that there's like a you know it can just it can just come at you out of nowhere now. And that's um, yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting to think about that. It's yeah for me too. It's interesting like people just hearing my side of it and then kind of knowing what happens and then then making like if thinking making their decision on whether it was worth it or not and like when i like i got quite a few messages and people were like was it worth it like i'd like to hear your thoughts or you should write a blog about it and then they'd be like and then they would answer and i mean it was pretty 50 50 on whether it was 100% 100% worth it or like no dude it's it's not worth it so everyone's scales totally different and um it's just something that you, as a paddler or as I mean doing anything really you just gotta weigh the pros and cons and if it's that's what you really want to do and you're okay with it then then go for it and I've been Alex last, last, 
Last thing then before uh, before we wrap this up, would you do it again? I will, well, I will not run Alexander again. But if I were to go back in time, I probably still would have. I would still run it, but I just want to throw in my towel. That's kind of the consensus I've come to. Is good. I won't run it again, but I think I think if I threw my paddle, who knows? Things might. Well, you can't live your yeah. life by what ifs. It's just like, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but if you could go back in time, you still would do it again. Yeah, I think so. I was, I was really fired up for it. I, I, I mean, I was really, really confident that I was going to have a good line. Um, I mean, who knows if I do it, if I would have done it again. Like, uh, I mean, tuck up again. Who knows? Get a different boil. It's kind of, it just... I could have had the exact same line and something else would have happened, you know, but, but I think, yeah, I think if I was there again, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have walked away. I would have wanted to run out, drove so far and was looking forward to it for so, um, I think I still want to Well, you know what, man, like if, if that's the, if that's the takeaway thing that we have from all this, if you're like, you know, if I could go back in time, I'd still do it again, then it was the right decision. And that's, I think that's good. Yeah. But it, yeah, <laughs> I would just, I would just rather not be taking two years off the water. Obviously, but I mean, not, nothing, nothing is ever as good or as bad as it seems. Yep, exactly. And that's, and that I think is a great place for us to leave it. Alec, where can people follow you on social media and things? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Alec Voorhees Kayak. Um, I have Facebook as well. Um, yeah, those are probably the instagram is probably the best place and yeah i mean if anybody has any questions feel free to ask them i'm an open book i definitely definitely don't shy away i don't have a lot of free time right now to answer questions so (laughs) yeah just getting some work doing some work and hanging out in idaho this winter so got some time okay well i think that's great thanks for um thanks for talking to us alec i think we're gonna wrap it up there We'll see you next time on Questions Never Thought to Ask. Yep, thanks a lot.